You know, it's fucked up, man, that all my friends in bands and stuff, they used to play shows and bitch about government and how government fucks everybody over and how much they hated it and stuff. And then they grow older and now they're, they join a party and they act like their opinion matters. Like, oh, well, maybe government's okay since I'm a Democrat or since I'm a Republican. But it's not. It's the same government you bitched about when you were fucking 20 years old playing in a fucking death metal band or a thrash band or whatever the fuck you played in. You just got old and soft. You just got senile and brainwashed. And now you're just a fucking stupid son of a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> never gets old. Fucking never. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Gotta be honest, that's just a great song. It is. At least the first part of it is. I've never listened past this point. <laughs> Don't have to. Schwammo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll assault and slits godfather of Gersh. The genetic jackhammer. Dixie Dynamite. <laughs> it's a real porn star. <laughs> uh, episode 205 of Pillow Fort Radio is here. You're queer. We're not okay with it. Just kidding. We like it just fine. <laughs> it is in the way that you use it. You use your, your penis for buttholes and... <laughs> Use your boy mouth, buttholes and boy mouth. That might be the title of the episode, or my <laughs> next album. <laughs> might be the title of my next album. I don't know. Use your awesome orifice, uh, boy mouth. As always, I'm joined by the white Samoan, the itinerant vanilla gorilla. <laughs> The Duke of Discourse, the the Marquis de Malcontent, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Canawal River. That, of course, is old Chucky, a tater, a sax, over there. And as always, returning champion, Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, the greatest claw machine man of all time, John Winston Morgan. <laughs> is Winston his middle name really? That'd be a great guess. <laughs> I don't think anybody's middle name is Winston. John Lennon's middle name is Winston, my is friend. It? Yes. Lewis. John Lewis Winston Morgan. Thank you. Spelled like Lewis and Clark. Oh, L O U E I S. Is it after that? Like Lewis County. Oh. No, it's after. That's my grandfather's first oh. name. What's that like having a grandfather? They're all dead. Oh. All my grandparents are dead. Dead Grandpa's Club. All my grandparents are I didn't too. think about that either. Mine are too. Awesome. Hey, you're, you get to join a club now. You're in the Dead Grandparents Club. That's a great club. It's a exclusive. It's Scluse. <laughs> International Bravenish. <laughs> Rolls on. Uh, God damn it. Who was that guy that uh, opened the show up for us? He was a real, he was a real um, pistol. I'm not sure what his name is, but the, <laughs> he was a hoot. His Facebook. <laughs> seems like a fun guy. <laughs> the, the Facebook, Fuck you. The, the Facebook page is positive asshole. 
I mean, that there was, was nothing positive about that. Fucking, that was all completely negative. <laughs> it's a bunch of negs. Bunch of negs. So neg. One <laughs> would say he's a negger. Like, oh shit. I mean, you, you load the page up, right? And it's like, if you have a problem with any of my videos, start your own channel so then someone might care. <laughs> Invite your fucking friends to my fucking page so they can get cussed out. Make your own cuss videos and send it to me. And if it's solid, I'll post it too. How many followers that fucking guy have? Like 5,000, I think. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that fucking but guy can get... What we do we, we got? We need to make in-the-car videos while we rant about stuff. That's what... <laughs> That's what it is. Five we do this every week. likes. <laughs> we do this every fucking week. White people ranting about stuff while parked in, in Lowe's parking lots is a genre now. Our 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 most committed listeners are committed. Actually, <laughs> they they are Either they are bound or they're in insane, insane asylum. It's dinner at the Dick House. Here's the first video. Dinner at the Dick House. Fuck you, man. Don't tell me what to eat, vegan or not. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna eat what I want. And you know what? It it's time. It's dinner at the dick house, motherfucker. <laughs> you in line. Ready to eat. They're serving up a fat spoonful of shit. And all you motherfuckers are in line, paying. Eating. I'm eating. Everyone's fucking eating. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn it, I love this fucking guy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he has some points of view. You know, I've seen a bunch of people on Facebook today bitching about the government being closed. You voted, asshole. This is your government closing down. Fuck you, man. Don't bitch about your government when you voted. These are the people that you wanted to run it. Now they're taking your money, closing down your company. The government is ran by us. We pay them to shut down. How often does that fucking happen? How fucking stupid is everybody? We pay these people to do this. <laughs> we work our asses off. I love off him. And give millions of fucking dollars Uncle Fester to ass nigga. Look at this guy. That don't know what the fuck it's like to live a normal life. We're also fucking programmed by it. We just fucking lay down. I'm voting. I'm paying my taxes. I'm going to be a fucking good citizen. You're just a fucking sheep. All of us are, for that matter. I hope he ends every video with "fuck you." He fuck does. the goddamn government and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he starts most. Of the, he starts most of the videos with "fuck you, man." It's like Neil Young in 1990. He'd start with "rocking in the free world," end with "rocking in the free world." All kinds of stuff in between. <laughs> Let's just play clips from this guy from now telling on. Telling me what the fuck to do. It doesn't matter where I'm at, what I'm doing, whatever. Fuck you. I'll do what the fuck I want. I should have done what the fuck I want forever. But now, fuck you. You got a new lease on life, I guess. You get on my Facebook page, tell me what to say, tell me what to do. Whatever, man. Fuck you. It ain't happening. It's Jeff Fisher. Fuck you. Jeff Fisher. Don't ever tell me what to do. Dub now from as the fish. Why don't you from go now find on. other people hey, fish. that want to be bossed around and go fucking boss them? They'll probably even tell you to fuck off. But I ain't what doing shit. <laughs> you you can't tell bump. me to do jack fucking shit. I'm fucking Jeff Fisher. 
I knew Jeff. I drive a Dodge Stratus. Fuck you and everyone else. I'm a strong man. Goddamn thing. Fuck you. Five five thousand fucking likes for that. <laughs> Something that I do to myself. Oh, here's my, fa- here, here's my favorite one because this has come up before because I don't like James Taylor. In my mind, I'm going to man. Carolina. Fuck I'm you, from man. North Carolina. I don't give a fuck. I don't have to like James Taylor. Fuck you and him. He doesn't just play in North Carolina, he plays all over the fucking country. How stupid is it? He goes to other states and sings songs about North Carolina. Fuck him. Fuck you. <laughs> My, wasn't that succinct? Fuck you, man. I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> I love it. He starts most of his videos out with "fuck you, man." <laughs> I like James Taylor. You guys eat a dick. Fuck he's, James. He's Taylor. a fine singer songwriter, but I don't In like. It's too smooth. It doesn't seem like he's ever had any hardship. You know, it's he's too good. Is what I'm saying. Can you see the sunshine? Well, you know, it's like it's like it's like a it's like a dad playing at Taylor Books on a Friday night. <laughs> So, it's just like, why would I stay for this? So hope, hope I'm getting my coffee and I'm leaving. <laughs> so hopefully what I'm going to be doing this spring and summer. <laughs> <Taylor Bush. laughs> Except for I say fuck and I scream about the government in my songs. <laughs> I think Jeff Fisher would like me. I think he would like I think we'd like all of us. Okay, well, this, I think this is a good one. We'll do one more and then we can move on. But I think this is... You know, I love it. I live in supposedly what's called a free country. And I see people telling me that if I don't vote, then I don't have a right to say anything. Okay, then, I'm going to ask the people that did vote, what the fuck have you done? (laughs) Why is our government so fucked up? How come you voted and nothing's right? Because you're a fucking stupid motherfucker! How has he not had a fucking stroke by now? (laughs) Keep on voting! And keep on watching what happens to us! He's got the apron on. He works. Just the, go fuck yourself. He's, a, he's definitely a dish guy, right? He works in the deli or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's a line cook. Oh yeah, he's, he, yeah, he definitely yeah. has that rage. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. There's you guys have a lot more in common than you think. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I am that guy. You should make white guy screaming videos. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. Oh god. I hate damn my life. It. You could have just a page that's just you trashing Donald Trump. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to do that now with in my favorite things with my Donald Trump saying. <laughs> it's catching on. <laughs> it's uh, sweeping the the valley, yeah. not the nation yet. Well, I'm getting, uh, you know, people don't like shit anymore very much. I'm getting about 10 likes a pop, except for the best one, which is Donald Trump's favorite sweat hog is Epstein. That fucking deserved more. I don't know. The, I got the, two likes. A lot of people don't remember Epstein. Yeah, I didn't get it. It, I, it went over my head. You're not a big uh, Welcome Back Cotter fan? Pearls before swine, I say. <laughs> I don't get that joke either, but okay. <laughs> you said how nobody likes anything anymore. I have, I have a niece who's 21 years old, and she posts just a, a picture, and it gets 200 and some likes. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm like, what the... F-? She looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> Except for she's small. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets 200 something like I'm like what the f- I know what it is It's a girl 
Yeah. What it is. Yeah. And Instagram's No, you need to acknowledge your male privilege. Right? Nah, you need to stop you need to stop paying attention to things like numbers. Thanks, and Mona. I'll, I'll do that. Fitness <laughs> like fitness transformation video. Uh, fitness dick in your mouth. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> fitness transformation photos get a lot of likes. Oh yeah. I mean I should do that, but I'm not going to. I don't even I talk about, about doing it. I don't even talk about it on social media. Nobody knows that I've lost fifty pounds except for the I people. I post a picture on Instagram and I I'm okay with it. Nobody knows that I'm on the way to becoming the ultimate warrior at 40 years. That's of what age. that ring is. That every time you walk out here, you shake it. Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah. I have ring ropes in here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're in the middle of a ring right now, and every time you come to the show, you shake. <laughs> Speaking of, I got a message from uh, one of our listeners, Adam Bryant, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to start doing DDP yoga. I think. Neat. We're inspiring people. <laughs> You, you should start messaging him and tell him to start doing powerlifting so he can just completely counteract the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it does it counteract it? it I, think you can, I think they could help each other, but you're not going to lose weight if you're doing powerlifting. If you're doing exclusive. Well, you're not going to lose weight, but you are going to transform. You could trim down, I think. I'm not sure. I know I gained 40 I'm sure pounds you, whenever I did powerlifting. You could, oh, yeah. You could lose weight if you're like really overweight and you started Yeah, that's true. And I was. Powerlifting is like a magic it. bullet. If you need to gain, you'll gain. If you need to lose, you'll lose. I think I gained... I, I, I lost some fat, but I uh, I gained weight, and it was hard on my knees and all that stuff. Yeah, but we were, but we, were we were doing it too much. Like it was got it's, weird. It's yeah. three days a week, three days a week full body workout, and my my bench went up twenty five pounds in one week. Just this past, just because of the rest, you know. Yeah. It's, just, it's like shit. I needed that, you know. But yeah, we're out here inspiring motherfuckers. Oh yeah, all eleven listeners, they get something out of this. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's hatred <laughs> and planning our deaths in their basement. That's fine, but that's okay. Hey, at least they're, th- they're thinking about us. We're not thinking about them. Well, I mean, it's the thing with professional wrestling. If they love you or hate you, you're doing a great yeah, job. You, if they're indifferent, which most people are, exactly. <laughs> Man, I'd love for some motherfucker to try to kill me. Just make John my, is so. I'd on love this. for them to succeed. <laughs> make make my life interesting. I might lose. I might die. That's not a concern for me. You gotta understand. That's show Either father. way, I win. Either I die and then I get to leave this miserable world, or I win and I get to relish the sweet joy. We have a talking of point. My, we have a talking point. Victory. Either way, there'd be a nice three minute and twenty five second segment about us talking and how how we miss you. Then we'd move completely on. We'd have your brother Will on the show from then on. And <laughs> he'd Skype in. <laughs> uh, we could have, Brad- have, Brad- have Bradley on. We kill me. Bradley. He'd just he'd chime in with a quip every three episodes. Or give you an odd look when you say something that's And we'd say it's an audio spurious. medium. It's an audio medium, Bradley. Use your words. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd autistically screech and then we'd have to <laughs> We'd have to calm him down by patting his belly. <laughs> Give me that chew toy. <laughs> oh, we are so, on it today. Somebody give him a high C. <laughs> the Ghostbusters kind. Is he a high C guy? If you gave it to him, he would be. I'm trying to think what he. No, he's. I'm trying to think what he drinks. He like, he used to drink Gatorade a lot. And yeah, he does and drink a lot of chocolate Gatorade. milk. Yeah, liberal tears. Um, like twenty ounce bottles of lemonade. Yeah. That sh- yeah, he likes shitty lemonade. Yeah, that's shit. You you can't drink that shit. It's like a bottle of not lemonade. Well, and it's I can't stand the people who get the lemonade and tea. The Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Boom. No. Boom. Not Look. that. I'm talking about the fucking plastic Face. bottle one. Yeah. The, the like the like the Nest tea kind. It's yeah. fucking horrendous. Get the Arnold Palmer brand if you're going to get it. Honestly. Yeah. Or the Spike kind. Y- yeah. This is the better kind. 
I'm saying there's nothing wrong with something that's made properly. Like, not to toot my own horn, but my lemonade is fucking banging out. You need to and say it like Arn Anderson said it. I don't mean to toot my own <laughs> horn, but toot, toot. Then I'll throw my watch out. <laughs> I got a $10,000 Rolex. Like he- <laughs> they did always do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see this this you can tell because it's it's real juice, real tea. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they might I'm sure there's bullshit in it too, but it doesn't taste like bullshit. Did you ever have my lemonade? No. Shit, you're I, I'm not lying here. It's good. It's pretty like, good. And the only ingredients are fruit, water, and sugar. That's it. If it's not country time, you can keep it. <laughs> country time. Acid. Yeah. Fucking powder fucking acid. powder powdery bullshit. I what I do is I do different. I, the best one's blackberry. I do a blackberry lemonade. That shit, I would take it to work. It'd be gone. Like if I left it, people would drink it. And they're like, I don't give a fuck because <laughs> it's you know. And I and I would sell it at one point when I got really desperate before I got this job. I was just like, I got to break out of this shit somehow, or I'm going to end up dying in the middle of tutors of a fucking stroke. <laughs> so I started making lemonade, and I would make two flats, two whole fucking. You know, the, of mason jars, they'd be gone by the end of the day. I'd sell them every fucking time, and you know, I, I'm, I'm actually going to make some. I'll, you, got I'll per, make. you got a permit for that lemonade? <laughs> yeah, bud. Yeah, that's, bud. That's a five thousand dollar fine. I don't give a fuck. We're gonna we're gonna have to get the cops involved in this one, pal. You know, they're here to protect and serve. <laughs> they're not not protect business interests. I like when they uh we they say we're in a capitalist system and then something like that happens. I'm like, where's your permit? It's like permit for fucking what? Uh, people keep complaining combining about milk, you wa- didn't, you water, didn't fucking get... fruit and sugar, you fucking juke jerk off. When did we tell you that you could sell lemonade yeah. to your friends? <laughs> they people complain about capitalism so much and I'm no economist. I think you guys both know that, and our listeners know. I'm not an economist. Anyone who knows you knows you're not an economist. Yeah, I, I say, it's the first thing I say when I meet someone. Hi, Dutch Underwood, not, not an economist. economist. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Charles Keenan, communist. <laughs> but uh, you got the invisible hand of the government guiding every single thing. They bail out the banks. They bailed out the fucking auto industry. Sure. Let them die, and something else will pop up. We're not. We'll just fucking go and do this stuff. Whatever. That you can't just have the government taking care of everything. Sure. But then again, I be, I used to be one of those people that thought that was a good idea. To you can't let them fail. Why? Why can't you let them fail? Fuck them. They've been fucking everybody for years. I mean, it, of all the people that should be allowed to fail, the fucking all we we're allowed to fail every fucking day. They don't give a fuck. Failure is encouraged. But, would, the, but the, biggest, the biggest, baddest, most elite, most privileged motherfuckers get a leg up. That's government. They get There's a, like, oh, we need government to protect us from the bad guys. They don't protect us. They give the bad guys a break. Well, I'd like to introduce to you guys a new scheme. Oh, boy. This podcast is not making us money. So <laughs> I say we petition the government to bail us out and bail out the podcast. About, I think that's our new hashtag. Or we could start, bail, bail out we could start our own, quote, government and just go around with guns and take people's fucking money and pretend like we're doing them a fucking favor. I like this. Schwammo! There we go. <laughs> give me your, give me thirty percent of your income every fucking paycheck, and then what I'll come do is I'll come spread some gravel in your driveway and say that you. What would you do? You wouldn't have a driveway without me, and then ask you to thank me for me stealing 30% of your fucking income every week. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> You're just a stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> we have
have got some energy. In this <laughs> they voted on it in the goddamn Senate on Monday, and you can't admit it any bravo because I got, got the <laughs> Jeff Fisher was a shot in the arm. This podcast needs <laughs> exactly where we need to go with this. Fucking, we're going to start our our new career as alt right. A Christian podcast. Screencasting. Screencasting. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that's the fucking... You got to write that one down. That's I'm a, writing it that, At least that's in contention for the fucking title. <laughs> Screencasting. What are you talking about? They voted on it in the goddamn Senate on Monday that you won't admit it. Leroy! <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Am I the only one that cares about the rules? <laughs> Market Zero. Oh, that's Celine Dion. Because he said, Am I the only one that cares? <laughs> I got it. God damn it. I will build a great, great wall. On our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. I'm really rich. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. And anyway, anybody do anything fun this week? Anything good? Anything bad? Well, like uh, I mentioned, I started doing the three three days a week uh, weightlifting. Uh huh. And it's about one of one of the sessions took about three hours. Shoo wee. Yeah, because it was it's a lot of shit, and that included you know fifty pull ups. Over the course of so you know you gotta add some time in there because you gotta recover from those when you're fat. So <laughs> you're not fat, you're dense. <laughs> That's I mean I'm not fat, but I am I am overweight. But um, no, it's my shoulders feel much better. Um, the, the hanging from the pull ups helps helps the shoulders. It too. does. It's and that my, and my really spine works. and my spine yeah. feels much better. Um, I've adjusted my nutrition to where I'm. Uh, the first day on it, I ate two steaks, three cans of tuna. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't fucking around. God damn! <laughs> yeah. I but mean, you had I, some greasy shits. Actually, can you, I felt, you feel like your body can use all that protein? Absolutely. If you're breaking it, if you're breaking yourself down like that, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I thought that there was kind of like a, like a ceiling on like how much your body can like really process. It can, but that's what I, that's one thing. But I I'm not even at the ceiling right now. Like you got to consider, as I was telling Dutch, that's like over 100 grams of protein, which you just said there. Yeah, I take in a gram a gram per pound of body weight. Some people, so say, I'm taking in 260 grams a day. Some people say you can only use I don't know what the number is, but it's less than that. 30. What's 30 grams at a time? So they say, but that's actually been debunked. So um, it was bunked. It was a lot of bunk. It, for was, a while. it was bunked. <laughs> um, no, but guys like uh, Tom. Pl- I read an interview with Tom Platts and Sergio Oliva and all these guys. Sergio Oliva would eat a pound of meat in an hour like over the course of his tanning that was like he would eat like three pounds of meat in in a three-hour sitting and tom platts would eat a dozen eggs at a sitting you know Let's see what these guys look like sergio oliva is quite frankly the best belt man to probably ever walk the fucking earth i mean he's he, he, he the only reason he lost to arnold is a because he was black and b because he didn't know how to it doesn't bring- get more jacked that's Tom, Tom Platt's fucking legs are cra- are insane. Look at his fucking toys. Yeah, he's and his jaw. His jaw's like this fucking big. Yeah, um, a, what does he do? Chewing exercises? You can. There's, there's actually I was going to do that because I don't. I don't think my jawline is a lot of fighters defined enough. A lot of I can see a fighter doing it. That makes do sense. Do that to uh, strengthen their jaw. I mean, Build pick, that shit up. Sergio Oliva. Yeah, I'll, I'll punch him up. I think I got pictures of it. 
Oliva. Sergio Oliva. Here's one of his most famous poses. Good right lord, there. look at that back. God damn. And man. his fucking his his wrist looked like it was that big around. And his form is it's a big old jet. This is brother. this is the pose. That's the pose he's famous for. That's called the myth pose. Because he's the only one able to pull that off. Arnold or none of them could pull that pose off. And he doesn't look outlandish, you know. Like, no, he was. He's for one thing. He was Cuban. He did a lot of power exercises. Like, God, that's one thing I've been reading up on. This bullshit people were trying to do. It's not bullshit, but three sets of ten and all that shit. Why fucking bother? That's he's not, got a. He's got a son, and his son's Jack too. Yeah, his son's straight Jack. Um, you don't like three sets of ten? No, three sets of ten. Well, okay, but three, it helps you three build, sets of ten. It builds strength, though, right? Five Actually, sets all five. five sets of five build strength and size, and that's that's you know Reg Park, who's the guy who who pretty much originated that, or at least the one who took it public. He said you start with two sets of lightweight, and then you moved into your working sets. Your last three sets are the weight that you're handling, and then once you handle them, he said you always hit get it running. Like use a weight that's going to be simple the first time, and five pounds a week. Like I was saying to Dutch, I went up what twenty five pounds in one week. On all my exercises Because My body finally got enough rest And I'm doing exactly I mean And I've done it before But I convinced myself Well I need to work out more it, Basically it would be I would feel bad about myself That I'm not doing enough So I would up the ante And I didn't need to do that Yeah So You know I'm back to what actually works and This is an interesting thing That I watched And I don't know how I feel about this But I've been Kind of playing with it a little is bit Is it interracial marriage? No it's that um, I'm all about that Okay um, <laughs> like you should, we should be going after you know people of other races and trying to mix, melt, stir the melting pot as fast as possible. But um, <laughs> but um, no, this guy, what's his name? That that fucking Middle Eastern trainer guy, Zabit Sahib. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I talk it's about GSP's guy. I think so. He's, he's Faraz Sahabi. Faraz Sahabi was saying, um. He's like you should. He's like um. You shouldn't be sore. You should never be sore. You should train. You should train. That's what he was fucking saying. Yeah. And this he trains fucking the best. He's like GSP, the best fighters in the world. GSP, he's like, okay. and he's a monster fighter himself. Like he trains, and he trains people. He's a professional MMA trainer, and he says you shouldn't be sore. Okay, that's fair, but that's in fighting. If you're Wanting to be a strong man or a power lifter, quite frankly, you're going to put stress on the body, and it's going to and and you think fighters don't put stress on the no, body? No, no, no. I'm saying in a different but, manner. But I'm, what I'm, I'm saying not, is just if you take that same idea and apply it to what you're doing, I wonder. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you're not going to get. People say, oh, you won't get results if you if you're not sore, and he's just like, have you tried it though? Is that actually true? Do you actually know that to be true? When I was because, uh, because my experience is is that is that if if I if I'm sore the next day I think what did I do wrong, sure, and so and he th- he thinks that by by not damaging yourself and not having to use that all the extra your body's extra energy to constantly recover and heal itself and fix all the damage that you did, you're better the next time, and so it, it's like it's like it's paying dividends every time you're not sore. That is an interesting and highly valid theory. That's, I would say that's why I brought it up because yeah. I'm like, this is maybe you want to like play with this for a couple mm-hmm. weeks and try to try to work hard but not be sore. Right. Well, whenever I was lifting, I never after the first week I didn't get muscle sore. It Got was just joints. aches and pains, just because yeah. I'm, I was fat and I was finally doing something. Mm-hmm. The, they weren't even any worse than the aches and pains that I just had from being a, a fat lay around. Fat lay around. <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting noun. <laughs> Look at that fat lay around. Look at that, that fat, fat lay around. Over there. Gold bricker. <laughs> Slug a bed. 
Yeah, I never got like muscle soreness because I was just doing the same four or five things mm-hmm. all the time, and I would just increase five pounds a week, if that. And uh, I never. Well, if you I, don't get your reps, you back it off. You know, you go yeah. back down. You well, know? I would always stick with. Um, Except for a couple times when I was, I was trying to be cool. We've <laughs> all done that. Who am I trying to be cool to? I was the only one there. But, <laughs> but I would uh, do something that I knew I could do five times for five sets, and it, it wouldn't really get too extremely hard until right. our fifth set. So, um, And it worked for me, but I just I just had to stop because I, I think I was just getting too... Well, when people do big. an excess amount of... Well, yeah, but if people do an excess amount of exercises, too. Like, um, I was doing... The thing I've always associated with being masculine is big arms. Like the, that's the first thing, you know. I was just like, I want to look like that. So, see, I would have thought big dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course you. I've would. got that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought big swinging nuts. <laughs> but, just bam, the boon nuts. Just boon nuts. The boon. You, you mean multicolored? Yeah. And slightly painful? Yeah. And you, um, pull, you, you pull your pants down. It's like, boom, <laughs> look at these nuts. <laughs> but um, <laughs> looks like an injury. So I was I would do a lot of heavy arm work, like a lot of sets, and I wasn't growing. I got I got stupid strong. I can pick up. You know, that's the reason I'm able to pull so much, because I I, I, oh, I trained it to such an extreme degree. I think that's one of the re- one of the secrets of getting super strong too, is that you do it to till it's almost damaging, and then your body has to compensate. So, but I backed it off, and my arms started to grow, and I noticed I have to do far less than you know. You see some of these bodybuilders, and they're you know ten sets for a single body part. There's like that's just that's not. Of course, they're on truckloads of anabolic steroids, so they could eat a shoe and, and thing, lay around. And, and their thing isn't to get as big as or isn't to get as strong as possible. It's to get as big as possible. Right. Those are two different things. Sure. The strong men all look like me or you, except for way bigger. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're, they're all six foot six. They're enormous men. Not all of them. Gary Taylor's like five ten. <laughs> so you'd see him out there, and he's is he from Belva. <laughs> There is a Gary Taylor from Bell. <laughs> well, actually, there is. But, uh, no, he's he's a he's a Brit, and he is up and down a fucking Brit. His ears are big. He's he's got a great big fucking neck. Goofy looking bastard. Terrible teeth. Strong as shit. Actually, I do think he does have bad teeth too. If he's from Britain, he probably does. <laughs> what what makes their teeth so bad? Their diet, inbreeding, bad genetics. People people see. Here's the thing. People knock West Virginia for inbreeding, and we do. I'm not fucking playing. I sure fuck, I fuck my. If I had a sister, I'd I'd bang her just because just out of as a matter of course because I'm from West Virginia. But I don't know. But seriously, there there is some um, like my mom's done the research. It's like yeah, you go back in our family history. There's some cousin on cousin action shit. There's only so much pussy to bang in this holler. Look at that guy's non-existent neck. There's only so many people. If you're isolated, you're out in fucking Wyoming County in the fucking homesteading in the fucking 1700s. And once you go after, like, first cousin, you're good. You're fine. You're not stacking jeans. The risk of stacking jeans is, like, nothing. Nada. Zilch. What, with a first cousin? Yeah. It's nothing. I thought it was after first cousin. They say after first cousin, but they're being overly conservative. It's like, like, ask me how I know. I fucking breed animals. They're fine. That's you can, a, you can. I mean, you can. All get comedy away. aside, that's an interesting point. No, I mean, I mean I'm not. I'm. This is science. I fuck everybody. Everything is bad. Fuck you. Seriously, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know anything about genes. Gene stacking. Gene stacking happens when you do that over and over and over again, generation after generation. Mm-hmm. Like you do cousin on cousin one year, and then that cousin is another cousin. 
that's when it starts getting dangerous. Doing it just just one pop off, banging, you know, having sex with a cousin is going to create a perfect human being. There's not going to be anything wrong with that human being. The risk of them having something wrong with it is going to be almost identical to the risk of you having something wrong with you when you were born because your parents have um, recessive genes and maybe they have two recessive genes that link up and create something weird. And you get a wild uh, origin story for if you become a superhero. There's there you there's go. nothing weird about it. If you're, I mean, any take any species, we're just fucking monkeys. Take any species and isolate it. And Captain Incest. And don't, let, and don't let any other genes come in. Do you think they're just going to stop fucking? Do you think that any species has got to where it is without massive amounts of inbreeding. Well, I mean, if you're according to the Bible, which is how I now live the, my life. The only rule, <laughs> here's, here's the rule I will give you, though. Here's the, here's the the rule that you do not do. The one that, that, that should make you sick is sibling on sibling. Like the Lannisters. Yes, that is gross. And uh, what is it, bonobos? They don't, the mothers don't bang their sons, right? Um, that, that's it. I could understand, you know, that's that's pretty closely related, but they would—I mean—they would create a perfectly fine bonobo. It wouldn't be anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's a bonobo, though. It would fuck its mother too. Yeah, just like th- just like its daddy did. It's either mothers don't fuck their sons or fathers don't fuck their daughters. Fathers fuck sons, though. Neat. As like a yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's it's not a big deal. Why are you such a racist? <laughs> I mean, I understand culturally why it's a big deal. Yeah. It's gross. It's weird. Like I get, I'm not stupid. I'm just saying from a from a purely biological like. Here's what the danger is of stacking genes. What the real danger of it is. It's, you know what I mean? It's way overblown. Sure. Um, and also, if you breed, if you want to develop a trait, then breeding generations that share that trait are going to create more of that trait. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. So, Gene stacking can work favorably. Sure. You can, you can, that's how, that's how fucking freaks are made, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how George St. Pierre is made. Fucking gene stacking. He had two parents that both had recessive mutant mutant athlete genes, and it worked beneficially. Or John Jones and it, his entire family. Yeah, and then if you take somebody weird like that kid from Gummo, it can also go that way. <laughs> it can also go that way. God, that fucking movie. That's the thing about gene stacking. The magic it's of gene stacking is that it's high risk, high reward. <laughs> Right, it's genetic gambling. It's that's what exactly <laughs> what it is. That's why we have. That's why I have Bub. He's a You're fucking product. Fucking, He's a product. Right. I want superhuman strength. Oh, two this, hands. This, Fuck. This dog does whatever I fucking tell it to. He's he an extremely he, intelligent dog. He's basically just a servant for me, and he's been created from years and years of human. He heard it, you say his name. <laughs> see what I'm fucking saying? This this is the result of inbreeding. This magical creature right here. <laughs> thank you, thank you, inbreeding. <laughs> Thank you, genetic manipulation. Actually, but when it, see, here's the thing. Here's the here's the kicker. If it if it results in something positive, it's line breeding. Okay. And if it results in something that you don't want, it's inbreeding. That's the only difference. How's that do with dancing? Line dancing. That's not a positive. Line dancing? You mean the boot scooting? See that? that that's <laughs> the what, slap leather. That's the example of the high risk <laughs> side of things when the recessive gene runs up being something bad, and then people start, illustrated. People start doing boot scooting boogie. And you want to hear something funny? I'm fucking related to that motherfucker. You're related to Kicks Brooks or Ronnie Dunn? Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. I knew. How did I know he meant Billy Ray Cyrus? Even though this is not his song. <laughs> So you're related to Miley Ray Cyrus. I'm related to Miley. That's awesome. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought Boot Scootin' Boogie was um, fucking Billy Ray. It sounds like a song he would do. 
Even though it's not a bad song. I mean, so this is a. The product of somebody Is this fucking Cannonball Wrecking yeah. Ball This is a great song and I've probably, covered this song before And they're probably inbred too They're from Kentucky, brother I guarantee <laughs> I don't like that song I love this song I know you do And I don't understand And I'm not saying it's a bad song But I don't understand why you like it so much The chorus is fucking weird? tremendous Well, isn't that weird though That some people love That fucking theme song to um, Outlander I am fucking addicted to that fucking song I'll listen to it at work Just to give me a little pick-me-up It's a minute and 30 seconds Seconds of fucking music. It's the swell that gets me yeah. that fucking. I'm like, oh shit! Tell me you don't like this right here. This is not bad. I came in like a wrecking That's not bad. Have, have you heard a new thing? Uh, like I could come into a fucking fight on that song. It's like so uplifting. All right, if you were, let's let's discuss that. That's an interesting. Um, I always said if I was a fighter, before I got into my Irishness so much, I always said it would be Method Man. Method Man, pull I it can, up. Okay. Well, I got this. This is no. This isn't what I wanted. Never mind. But uh, Miley, Miley Ray did something with uh, Mark Ronson, who's like a producer fella, and it's uh, it's one of the better pop songs I've heard in quite a long time. It's called "Nothing Breaks Like a Heart." Hmm. Yeah, it's very good. I was shocked. I was shocked. Hold on, waiting on the fucking stupid gay-ass ad to end For the Chainsmokers I kind of like the Chainsmokers I think I think I don't know I know they have a song, one song that I like Okay This is the main part of the song Molly can sing too. This is a Dolly Parton song. It's not a Dolly Sounds Parton like a song, Dolly Parton but it's a Dolly Parton song. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Now, what's the song you want to come into? Uh, it is Bring the Pain by Method Man. Oh, fuck yeah. Here we go. Dutch, you got to do yours too. Shit! An ad in front of Bring the Pain, we've a twenty-year-old fucking hip-hop song. We've, uh, we've, we've. Have uh, we done this in previous shows? We have. It was before you were on the show, but did we? Do I can always before? do this. We did it with uh, Leonard. Oh, okay. One time Leonard was on. I want to hear this. That's Basie. I came to bring the pain uh, from the brain. God damn. My Find out my mental Fuck, that gets me hyped now. Oh. I want to go to the fucking gym. <laughs> God, I'm such a douchebag. Fucking <laughs> Method Man's awesome, though. I was a big Wu Tang Clan fan. Like, I, I had fucking beat Wu Wear and. That's 90s hip hop, man. That's. With Chris Cross. That the paper thin snare. Yeah. It's a piccolo snare. Yeah. That's fucking dope. That's dope. That that's lit. That slaps. <laughs> that slaps. That's awesome. I'm gonna start saying that now. <laughs> All right, John's turn. If it's really real. If it's really real. This is something I've actually thought about. It's like I, for years, have imagined like, even before I was into like training or whatever. I was like, yeah, this is the song I'd come out to. 
Yeah. He's like... Huh. It'd, be very, it'd be very unorthodox, too. Yeah, I'm coming out. Oh, yeah, nobody comes out to Andy Rock. Arcade Fire. Yeah, nobody comes out to this shit. It's the fighters don't listen to this music. No. They listen to Hatebreed. <laughs> Hatebreed's fine. I don't like Hatebreed. I don't either, but... This would be your fight no intro song. What the time is. Imagine the, yeah. it's the swell. It's me coming oh, okay. in. If, if it's a championship fight, they follow him all, all the way from the locker yeah. room like Goldberg. Like I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just now coming out the gate, and, he, and he's he's shadow boxing coming out. I'm doing oh. my shtick. This actually would be good. Yeah, I mean, I can see him without water. They're putting the Vaseline on me. I'm yeah, singing along. They're, they're, <laughs> Her, Herb Dean's checking his fingernails. <laughs> Get ready. He's, he's, he's walking up the uh, the, the uh, get, stairs right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> Right now he's on the apron of the of the cage, which is the hardest part of the cage. <laughs> if you guys listen to my wrestling commentary, that's just say that every. <laughs> and now he steps in and he goes to the second verse. You think it's going to swell? Then it comes to here. I'm doing my side steps. I'm doing my kicks. <laughs> this is arcade fire, right? Yeah. Can live on misbehavior. Time you close your eyes. There's so much Springsteen in this, like that right there. Yeah. And like there's fight, there's like fight metaphors. Every time you close your eyes, like getting knocked out. Key change. Yeah, nobody's coming after this song. I used to go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't. But no, go ahead. I used to date a girl, and she said she wanted to uh, kick a girl's ass to uh, take me out. By Franz Ferdinand. Oh yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> I thought that was the funniest fucking thing. Because every time song. that song would come on, she would just start punching. That's a great song. It is. Franz Ferdinand's a wasn't a bad band. I've only heard that one song, but it was good. They had a couple hits. It slapped. People try and hunt the light. Like Chuck Beale said, that's hot, man. That's burning. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta pick one. Can I pick for you? Uh, I know what I came out to whenever I did my one professional wrestling match. Swelling again. I don't know why I didn't look up that song in, in Yahoo in, in fucking Yahoo Music. That didn't make any fucking sense. What are you? What are you picking for me? <laughs> Wait a second. Is it why can't we be friends? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I've always said uh, I would come out. Actually, I did walk out to this song for my one match. I think it was this one. It makes sense if it's this one. 1999. That's a good one. He's coming out for this. Oh, I thought you said 1999, my friends. No. This is that was what my Animal. one match was. The Drifter coming out for this. What's weird is that show we went to a couple weeks ago. The guy who I was going to be his partner is still wrestling, and he still has the same name, Johnny Blast. No. Nomad. Nomad the Drifter. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know. This is a pretty badass song to walk out to. Yeah. But I've also thought about a swelling song. I don't know. Um, oh. How about this one? 
and I heard, as it were, oh shit, the noise that's a great one. That's on uh, the one beginning of, the of Dawn of the Dead. Sing the Zack Snyder one that was one of the only movies Derek that didn't suck. And behold, I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, the, re- the reboot with uh, Mackay Pfeiffer and just come out to this. I love that. There's a man going round taking names. It's fucking good, dude. It and is he good. decides He's who to free and who to blame. What about? I don't know if we should wait for favorite things for the everybody. Bring that one up because it's part of this. All the same. Uh, one of my favorite things still to There'll this day. Be a golden letter. God, that's a great fucking song. Hold on. When the man comes around. That's about, about the uh, Armageddon. Yeah, it's about uh, the, the biblical apocalypse. Yeah. He was a big believer in that stuff. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is the trailer still to this day for Logan, where it's um, hurt. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Have I, have I showed you that before? I don't know. Let me. I mean, I don't have to play the whole thing. Raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens. Right, Have you seen Logan the movie? Yeah, I don't think so. Holy shit! Then you're gonna you're gonna love this because you're gonna you're gonna want to see that movie. Even though you're not a big you're not a comic book movie guy, are you? No. But it's not really a comic book movie. This is a good movie. I I'd never watched any of the X Men before, but I went and watched that in the theater. It's fucking awesome. Okay, let's see. Let me get the. Here we go. Official trailer. Shit! Why did I do that? You silly bitch. Can you see? Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Such a good movie. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel. I focus on the pain. The song has a great swell too. Oh yeah, yeah. That one piano note. A lot of people, a lot of people fighters come out to this song, right? She's like you. Makes sense. Of time. Just keep watching. It's it's so expertly cut together. She needs our help. You are someone to come along. Someone has come along. I am still right here. So good. And you could have it all. The way they cut that together with the car going and him fucking bleeding and shit is so fucking brilliant. I mean, it's just. Tell me that then you don't want to run out and watch that right now. I I love when the music changes, but that one note stays the same. I will. Discuss that for a minute. That movie, and uh, I don't want to reveal anything about it. But um, oh, did that just come out? No, it's been out for three what, years. Three years. It's based on a story, a comic book story called Old, Old Man Logan, which is an alt, alternate elsewhere kind of type story. It's not in real continuity. But what happens is, is he has gotten old, and you know he's got metal on his bones, and it's his healing factor when he was younger, and he's two hundred years old. Uh, Kept him healed Like it kept the 
kept on uh, compens- compensating for the poison, and now it's not doing that anymore. So his strength is starting to fade. His ferocity is starting to fade. He's basically just becoming an old man like all of us do, but his is in a fucking precipitous fall, you know. So, like, one of the time they talk about how when his claws come out, there's pus around him. You know, and he his like Wolverine style claws. It is Wolverine. It is Wolverine. Oh, Logan, Logan is okay, Wolverine. I get it now. Okay, yeah. So, and it's a story, and dude, it is so fucking good. Like the Wolverine referenced that movie. It references Logan. I can't believe he knew he was going to do that. That's balls, because he says I'm going to make this movie, and it's going to be so good that they're going to let me make another one. And I don't know if he pitched that with it and said, "Well, well, do me a favor. Let's see how this one does, and if this one's good and you like it, it's then called make the Wolverine." One. Or the Wolverine Origins Wolverine No Origins Wolverine Is a lump of shit Everybody says it Even that's referenced On Deadpool Things have Going sideways In the most ridiculous way In the most awful way possible Well I mean Maybe not most ridiculous It shows that fucking Deadpool character Um yeah, that's the one where Deadpool's in it, but he had his mouth shut. Yeah, it's dumb. It's fucking the mirth without a mouth. <laughs> the murk, murk. Yeah, but he does um, bring mirth. He, yeah, and he, he's the mirthy murk. <laughs> um, but no, and that it's 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 a western. Logan is just a western. That's all it is. It's the old gunslinger uh, going for one last ride. Yeah, so it's fucking good. If it had been in, if it had come out after Black Panther, definite Oscar winner. What a one best picture. It's sort of like when Doc Holliday goes on his last yep. run with Wyatt. It Absolutely. It is tremendously exactly like that. that. <laughs> it's Tombstone, except for there's a superhero. Because that's the thing. It's like the gunslinger. It's that whole old adage. Like there's a there's a, actually a part in a Game of Thrones where Sir Barristan is getting ready to fight a man half his age and twice his size. And it's in his head, do I still have it today? And then he pulls his sword out And then he starts to go And he's like Yeah I've got it yeah, Sir Barrison's <laughs> the dick man. I mean, He's fucking awesome Like when he quits The Kingsguard And he pulls his fucking sword out And he points it at all And he's like I could cut through the five of you Like a cutting a cake And, and everybody's <laughs> like Yeah he really fucking could Maybe we should just stand back And that's exactly What they fucking did What they don't tell you Is in the rest of that story He killed three men Before he left King's Landing like, Oh they, really? They came and tried to arrest him He killed two of them In the fucking barracks And pulled a guy off his horse And killed him And jumped on the horse And rode out of fucking King's Landing Became an outlaw effectively Yeah and that's when He went to Daenerys Yeah I love those Because I'm getting To be older now too Those metaphors are awesome The fucking aging gunslinger Do you still have it today You know Love that Yeah That's that's one of my favorite things It's a different kind Of coming of age story Which I'm a big fan of Yeah I mean It's Is your vulnerability Going to be on display Or are you just as superhuman As you always thought you were You know what I mean So anyway That's a favorite thing you got any others? Well, metaphors in general with myths and stuff. I'm, I'm reading, I'm almost done with The Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell. And we've discussed him. And that is one of the most life-changing fucking books I've ever read. I was really down on myself, as you guys know. And there is, and I was aware of the legend, but I didn't put two and two together until this point. There is a, a myth about Siegfried. Siegfried is a German Hero Siegfried had to go kill a dragon He kills the dragon He's splashed by the dragon's blood And he tastes it um, After he's done it And it, he he like Goes external And hovers above the world And sees everything And his place and everything And everybody's place and everything And basically it is The metaphor You have to go out And conquer these demons So you can figure out Who you are And that I wanted to Immediately have a shirt made And said Splashed by dragon's blood 
You know what I mean? And nobody's going to get it. Some people will get it. Well, yeah, somebody will see you and be, you'll have like a bro moment. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's a cool thing, something that's, you know, an inside thing. And it really made me feel good. And it gave me a new, like I was even at a, at a, on a double at work in that 130 degree heat. And I was halfway through when I read that. And it, it carried me the rest of the way. You know, I'm just like, I'm going to do this. And every time I went out, I didn't let the heat bother me as much. I didn't let the pain bother me as much. Yeah. The thirst. I said, if I'm going to conquer this. So it's it was a, it's a tremendous book, and I can't wait to finish it and continue on and it galvanize my training and everything. So that's all I got, pretty much. You're a fucking hero. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but no, that's that's a, the point. That's one of the things in the book is that everybody's a hero. What are you working for? Even somebody that goes out and does a shit job, how is that less heroic than somebody who goes and risks their life? You are risking your life because you're losing your life day by day by going into a job where nobody's going to respect you. Nobody, you know what I mean? Where you have to slug it out, where you have to make money, not even for just for yourself, but for others. That is heroic. So, you know. I got something you might want to hear. Somebody John's got, got something first. Sorry. Here. Well, go, you go ahead. This mine's a little bit longer. Mine's uh, mine's two minutes and twenty seconds. Go ahead. Okay. This is a guy named Jocko Willink, um, Navy Rex Seal. Sport, and it's one of my guys that worked for me. He would he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, "Boss, we got this and that and the other thing." And I'd look at him and I'd say, "Good." And finally, one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having some problem and he said I already know what you're going to say and I said well what am I going to say he said you're going to say good he said that's what you always say when something is wrong and going bad you always just look at me and say good and I said well yeah when things are going bad there's going to be some good that's going to come from it didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to keep That's that. Taoism. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get funded. Didn't get the job you I wanted. I this already. Sorry. Got injured. Sprained my ankle. Got tapped Good. Out. Good. Got beat? Good. You learned. Yeah, you win or you learn. problems? Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, got some fight left in you so get up dust off reload recalibrate re-engage and go out on the attack i love that We've, be, awesome. we've become like an Oprah Winfrey show we for really? men. <laughs> People are now getting. But there's already a guy that does inspirations that. of fucking injections of inspiration every fucking day. I was like, I got one. I knew you would like. And th- this, this reminded me of what you were saying too. This is the same shit. Uh, I know you don't listen to Tool very much anymore. I love Tool. 
I, but but for the sake of this, just this, this whole thing. No, this is lateralis. Oh, okay. Parable plus parabole or whatever. New one's parabola. Yeah, no, I saw that. It, it lead, this is par- parable leading into parabola. It's like a tool. Oh, okay. This pain is an illusion. This body holding me. The whole shit. Oh, you'll know when you hear Great fucking band, dude. God, they're fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're, there's a reason. They're, they're, they're in a class by themselves. I don't even know how to make that sound. <laughs> you know? is, that a, is that a tuned down bass? You know. They probably tuned down to C or D. I mean, because it's loose sounding. It's like, yeah. you know, slapping. Well, do you think they maybe tuned down to C or D? They tuned down, yeah. yeah. It's at least D. God damn. Yes. I'm getting that. Well, you can't get them on Amazon Music. I forgot about that. They're going to open Drives it up. Drives me fucking crazy. They're going to open it up. Okay. I talked to Maynard. Had a glass of wine. This, this chorus, you got you to turn up on this chorus. God, it's like, I listen to this shit. I'm like, I hear like my, I hear like my coach is screaming at me like, when I'm ready to quit. Like, you can do anything for 30 seconds. It's like I can do anything for 30 seconds if this song's playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good shit, man. It is. And you know what? Here's the crazy thing. Okay, I know what you're talking about with that. There is a difference between this, which has quality, and James Taylor. <laughs> and bro, you, you were getting ready to say something about bro metal or something. Right? Yes, yeah, like that's garbage. That doesn't get me. Like no. I can't listen to that. It I, pisses I, me off. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. If I go to the if I go to a gym and I hear Five Finger Death Punch, like wow, well, glad I bought glad I bought my fucking headphones today. I just have to listen to this like, shit. It's like I just now I have to reduce the weight that I was using. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this, all this estrogen floating in here. <laughs> I'm de-energized. I'm going to have to take an extra thousand milligrams of maca as soon as I get home <laughs> to compensate for this feminine horse shit. Do you have maca? Yeah. Is it work? Yeah. Where'd you get it from? Uh, I got it from, I think, GNC, but I think Walmart has it, too. I'm going to have to get some. Or, I got ashwagandha. I think the Fayetteville Walmart even has it, but GNC definitely has it. I'll go up there today and get some. Well, no, I'm not doing anything today. (laughs) (laughs) Video games, video games today, and eating. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this fucking song's dope. I I actually look forward to hearing the new stuff, even though I'll probably never buy it, like if I can find the video or something. Are you a fan? I mean, I like them. I've never bought any of their music, though. Well, me and John, you're a big fan, right? Certain albums. Okay. What's your favorite album? Anima. Probably or or undertow. I, th- I like undertow. I think a little bit better. I'm sorry, you. But you need a favorite. I, my favorite. Too. My favorite well, album. I've got some. Don't worry. This is actually my favorite album in terms of the highness of quality of the music. It's just that the the high quality music is only about ten percent of the album, and the rest of it's just math rock. For fucking forty minutes. They wrote a song around the Hibonacci sequence. The Fibonacci sequence. They really did. I want to find something that I I purposely didn't share with Chuck because I want to hear. I want to see his first reaction to it. 
fuck am I doing? Should be in here somewheres. No, but this song, though, this these, this this pairing of songs, the parabola, parabola. You know, it's one of those examples that man, it's hard. It's hard to find a song that can beat that. You know what I mean? It's, that that's you would like have a to high find another tool song. To be, <laughs> I mean, no, I can find other songs that are, that give me the same uh, same level of like rush, mm-hmm. but with that are totally different styles. But as far as like metal, like that style, well, not I know tools not metal. Tool but, is tool. You know, they're progressive. Yeah. They're progressive. They're, prog- like, they're like heavy rock. Like it doesn't. You can't. It's really hard to beat that. You know what song? Before we go into that You know what song Does give me that feeling though That same feeling Is the chorus On the pot And I'll play that As soon as you're done I mean This might be The, the tool episode It's <laughs> I've got uh, I think I think I sent this To you John But uh, I found out About this this week And it's one of my Favorite things I've ever seen In my entire life It's called Shrek is love Shrek is oh, life Oh god <laughs> Can you see good Yeah you're gonna I see was this. only Nine years old he looks older. I loved Shrek so much. I had all the merchandise and movies. I pray to Shrek every night before bed, thanking him for the life I've been given. Shrek is love, I say. Shrek is life. My dad hears me and calls me a faggot. I knew he was just jealous of my devotion for Shrek. I called him a cunt. He slaps me and sends me to go to sleep. I'm crying now, and my face hurts. I lay in bed, and it's really <laughs> cold. <laughs> a warmth. Where did you hear about this shit at work? I feel something touch me. It's Shrek. I'm so happy. He whispers in my ear. This is my swamp. He grabs me with his powerful ogre hands and puts me on my hands and knees. I'm ready. I spread my ass cheeks for Shrek. He penetrates my butthole. It hurts so much, but I do it for Shrek. I can feel my butt tearing as my eyes start to water. I push against his force. I want to please Shrek. What the fuck? As he fills my butt with his love. My dad walks in. Shrek looks him straight in the eye and says... It's all ogre now. <laughs> Shrek waves through my window. Shrek is long. Oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> it's not ogre. <laughs> it was all that just so he could say it's all ogre now. <laughs> it's never ogre. <laughs> oh, shit. That's tremendous. <laughs> He calls me a faggot. <laughs> I crap. My face hurts. <laughs> okay, let's see. I uh, call him a cunt. <laughs> that sounds like it was done with a computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a like a voice thing. Okay, here we go. A vocoder or whatever. It, it might take a minute for that. I'll try to fast forward because it's a long song. This is the pot. That's cool. And it has... It's just, frankly, a great song, and it breaks the rules of a pop song, but it doesn't... We don't really need to see the video, because it's a silly video. There's the fucking bass. They are extremely bass-driven band. Are they not? I'm just going to play it to the first chorus so you know what I'm talking about. Soapbox house of cars and glass, so don't toss your stone. 
really the whole song is a fucking driver. You know what I mean? It makes you. I can yeah. imagine punching a punching bag and fucking just laying shit into it. You know what I mean? And like how he never hits the snare at the right time. <laughs> His voice used to be higher, huh? Well, he's such, got such range. I mean, he's, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And he can really hold a fucking note. I've noticed that Maynard Keenan can hold a fucking Motherfucker note. Motherfucker can sing. Yeah, he really can. That's what's great about... That's what makes it net metal. It's the motherfucker actually singing That's a melody. Melodic, he's singing yeah. a melody. I don't like melodies. Like I said, it takes a minute to get to the chorus, but when it does, but I like this, it gets, it's a build, but it's like a just driving build. Here we go. Pretty good stuff. There's another part of the song too, but I won't. I mean, I don't. Know what <coughs> but that song is. I don't usually listen to like we're we've talked about before. I don't usually listen to rock anymore, like really hard rock. If I want to listen to something like hard, it's punk, because punk is heavy, but it's also. And I know you don't like it, but I mean, I. It's to me, it's happy. Like there's no better. This song. is the the to, to some forty one. <laughs> no, not uh, not not pop punk. Even though I like some, uh, I do like it. Roll into the party like my name is El Nino. All killer, no filler. (laughs) (laughs) I love being too deep. That's a great song. What about Lit? I I have. uh, It's not surprising me. I am with Eddie. I liked it. You You guys would be quite disgusted to see my music fucking choices sometimes. (laughs) Um, But I promise there's no crossfade. Oh come on! <laughs> Looking back at me, God, they're garbage. <laughs> a lot of a lot of punk music is just traditional Irish drinking music for people that want to be more masculine. Well, yeah. why do you think there's that's, such that's a what it is? Why do you think there's such a sub massive subgenre of Irish punk? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you you have Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, Black Forty Flogging Seven, Molly. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> Logging Molly or no. Logging Folly. <laughs> Um, that there's a lot of good Irish punk bands And I don't want to be sad anymore I don't want to be really angry anymore I just want to be happy So that makes me happy But that, even though it's kind of an angry song Makes me happy So, you know and That's the way the music works for me It's like, oh, it's just a sad song it's like it's, it's, For me, it's uplifting mm-hmm. Like if it's, you know what I mean if, if, I, if, it, if it resonates with me, it gives me energy Sure It doesn't matter what the fucking emotion of the song is I, It's like it resonates with me Deeper than deeper than some surface level anger, sadness kind of emotion It's like it's touching on something that other things can't get to Well, sure, and I agree But what resonates with me is Is that the fact is I guess the original intention of the song Even though I tell you what, one of the things I don't like to admit anymore, I hardly ever listen to Rage Against the Machine anymore. As much as I, I can love, see why. as much as I love that band, I, I, I really don't have the energy anymore. <laughs> 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 it, it takes it out of me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Zach, would you quit fucking bitching? Yeah. <laughs> and that's an awful thing to admit to the my 20 year old self would have despised me for that fucking comment right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sell out. But I didn't sell out. I bought in. 
assholes. <laughs> <laughs> got my I'm, place at the table. I got one more for okay. you that I know you're going to be excited about. All right. Okay. I'm glad you put so much thought into pleasing me for the show. <laughs> Fucking Marmot! Is that who I think it is? Motherfucking Marmot! This is the Marmot Riders. Is this this really Marmot? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most Marmot. Oh, so Marmot. I'm in nursing school. I'm going to Garnet. If you fuck with me, I will smoke you like a bong hit. Cause we're reef vanilla and don't you ever forget. Always singing out at Wendy's and stuff. Then when you leave the Met, nigga, you will go home in cuffs. Cause you know that I got the fucking Midas touch. So go buy your drugs and nigga, shut the fuck up. Every time we on track, we ill. You wish you had a fucking mother named Jill. Like 96 and 98 Street for real. We Is this in earnest? No. I, okay. When the cops come, all I think about is flush. Flush them down the drain, cause I just don't give a fuck. Then I hear a thump. Shit, nigga, they got stuck. Yo, we are the real Marmesians. If you fuck with us, we'll come up with you. She's black. And she's fat. And that bitch smells like ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the best show ever. We'll make you go. That's just disturbing. It's among the the greatest things I've ever seen. It's just the opening. The opening is so good. Rich vanilla. Is that? Is, that looks like real coke. Motherfucking barman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in Marmet on uh, Friday night. Uh, there's a, a wrestling show there. Once a month they have one there now, and I went and. I was standing out talking to a couple guys, uh, Jacob Jennings, who sent me this. Um, we were just standing there in Marmette beside the, whatever that's called, their community, uh, center. community center thing. And we're just standing there shooting the shit, talking. And we look across the street, and an old man and a uh, like late teens, early 20s kid start fighting. And we just- <laughs> <laughs> I was and I had said this is the most marmet thing I've ever seen in my life, and he goes motherfucking marmet. And I start laughing, and then he shows me this, and it was it could not have been more perfect. We're in marmet, the the There's place f- where the place where West Virginia rappers go to die, right? <laughs> and this happens a fight across the street. I get closer after it's the up, fight's over. With the guy walks down the street a little bit, calls the cops. And I get closer, and he's donning a crimson mask. He looks like Ric Flair in 1987. <laughs> just blood all down his face. The his old shirt. man was? Yeah. Oh, shit. And uh, the cop, they just shoot the shit, him and the cop. And the guy's a meth head, I'm sure. And yeah. I'm sure he was being beaten up by meth heads. Yeah. But just... It could Let's not have been it. more perfect. We Let's were in Marmette, it. and it w- the most Marmette thing happens. It's like going to Florida, and you see a guy riding around on an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With meth. <laughs> yeah, because it's pretty messy down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's trying to sell you pills. That's like, that's what it was. That, the, the, nothing more Marmette could have happened. 
I was so happy <laughs> whenever that happened. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, I'm from Fayetteville, and we're trying to build community here, and that's Suck just it. that's just not part of my reality. Those people don't exist to me. Yeah, basically, that's you know what I have to say. <laughs> you have to isolate that. That's a fucking barman. <laughs> you think you can isolate that and get a? I probably can. Yeah. Let me get it clean. Motherfucking barman! Motherfucking barman! Let me try it again. Get it clean. Motherfucking barman! Okay. Yeah. You got it clean. There okay. we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that is Fayetteville. As much as I like it up there, um, I'm really starting to like it a lot. Uh, I'm uh, you take the good with the bad. Take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Tootie goes <laughs> roller skates in a terrible show. If it wasn't and Natalie, oh Natalie, it wasn't for a little bit of pain. The butt sex wouldn't be so good. What about Blair, Lisa Welchel? Mm-hmm. She could get it. Her hair was so feathered, the back of her head looked like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, stole that joke from Margaret Cho. <laughs> um, but yeah, the wrestling show was good. Smokey C had a hardcore match with a with a guy. And I'd never seen a hardcore match in person, and I only the only I would only want to see one again if I was doing commentary. Okay, but um, they took these things that you pound into walls for some reason, and they like hit and they like pounded them into their arms, and then they had skewers, bamboo skewers, and then they each got a handful of them while they were sitting in chairs and <laughs> stuck them in their foreheads, and then pounded them in with the other hand, and they were sticking out like porcupine quills. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, "What in the fuck?" Is Smokey C is still is he a is he a, still a face or is he heel now? He's face. Okay. Yeah. Has he ever been a heel? You can't. I'm sure he has, but you can't turn him heel. The fans love him. They do. They do. Especially that one lady. Yeah. We love you, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about, Smokey C. Smokey C is this wrestler. He's a juggalo. He's a juggalo. And ju- the juggalos, the avatar of the juggalo originated in Marmet. I think it's a hatchet man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty. Uh, it's it's the most Marmet. It's it's almost the most Marmet thing. Marmet is the Juggalo capital of uh, the Eastern United States. Sure, I guarantee you that. It's the Juggalo ca- capital of the Canal River Valley. That's uh, I saw so many men in their forties wearing current hip hop gear and that tattoos the on their faces. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> you just feel bad for them, like. Well, they're fucking Marmetting it up, man. They're fucking living the gimmick. They're fucking. Doing I know, but. There's nothing I, like it used to even happen when I was a kid, where you, uh, an older guy would, you know, in his thirties or now forties, would show up at a party and he would be talking like that and dressed like that. Yeah. And even back then, I knew it wasn't cool. You know, it's like this for some reason. Even this guy's he's trying to be cool. He really isn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> the only people that like this are the other people. That exactly. Do. <laughs> and there are hardly any women in that group. <laughs> and you all drink cheap liquor, and you all kind of you hurricane. Know, yeah, it's all. Stereotype Hurricane and shake weed And um But yeah the um I've never seen a hardcore match Before in person And That, that sounds extreme Well yeah but I, it, it, it just doesn't make sense though Like I like to suspend disbelief And know that they're not And pretend like They're not cooperating Mm-hmm but they really were Like But I mean, whenever It's obvious whenever They put chairs in there And they sit across from each other And they And They do things to each other Without stopping You know Without yeah. the other one Trying to defend <laughs> You know but 
Well, I tell you the hardcore match that I always am reminded reminded of is Ric Flair versus uh, fucking uh, Mankind or uh, Mick Foley. And Ric Flair, midway through the match, lost his fucking mind and thought it was real. You remember that match? <laughs> I think so. Say I quit! Say I quit or I'll I think, fucking kill you! I, think, I, mean, you're, just, I think you're talking about Terry Funk. No, no. It was Mick Foley. I don't know. I'm, I, I mean, I know the, the famous Terry Funk I quit match. But I'm not. I don't. I honestly don't remember him fighting mankind or Cactus Jack or whatever it is. No, he did. I mean, they 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 had one match because it was a. Um, how do I explain it? They built this fire between them. They built this 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 work between them, where Mick Foley had released his book, and oh, Rick Flair talked yeah. shit about. It. Yeah, Rick here. Um, Say I quit or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, Rick Flair, I quit. Match. You're going to get a thousand fucking results for that. But yeah, but this is one of the biggest ones where it's Rick. Well, let's make Mick, Mick Foley versus Ric Flair highlights. Okay. This was, and this was, well, this Rick was SummerSlam. in pretty good shape, yeah. He's in his 50s then, yeah. at least. Well, but there's no audio, fuck. But anyway, Ric Flair at one point. They had tacks. Yeah. And instead of getting thrown at him, Ric Flair picked up a fucking baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire and rolled through him on his own volition. Ah! I jumped up and fucking <laughs> split. I was like, Ric Flair's lost his body. He thinks this shit is real. All the steroid Triple H has got him on and made him go into a small stroke. And he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was rough. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I do want to call one like as a commentator, just just so I can go nuts because that sure. sounds like fun. Yeah, but that was a bit much for me. Yeah, I don't. And I I, I mean the thing at Falls View, I've loved going because I got to meet two legends, and we had fun. But in a sense, I felt bad. I'm like, there. nobody came out and saw this. These guys are really putting forth effort. You know, this is something they love to do, and everybody's kind of shitting on it by, you know what I mean? Am I wrong in that vibe? No, or? you're not really wrong. <laughs> but I, 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 know, I didn't hear about it until that night. anything, though. That's, yeah. That's but what Shane is. Douglas, at one point, was a pretty big star, and Manny Fernandez was one of the biggest stars. Manny Fernandez and none of the guys, And none of the guys we knew who were raised on that shit came out to see it. It's like, how fucking apathetic are you that something like this comes? Moose said it best. He said, this is the last time I do it down here. You know, oh, and he's a great and he's a great dude, man, and works really hard. And I don't know if I should mention this on the I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that is. Uh, who cares? Well, because he's a friend and I don't want to mess something. But a good lifelong close friend. And, you know, he was absolutely right. He's just like, man, you can't get people to come out and do stuff. And you can't around here. There is such a massive level of apathy. And it's the same group of people who are apathetic who complain about not having shit to do. That was a... Like, go out and fucking find something to do. Perfectly entertaining little evening of uh, Yes, it was. We had fun. We were out by 8.30. It was fucking I'm sure, tremendous. I'm sure it would have gone on longer if we weren't the only three people there. <laughs> <laughs> 
the three only enthusiastic well, you, fans besides that, the kids, of course. I mean, right. Yeah, we got the kids into it because the kids were all too afraid to get in yeah, on the ringside. Yeah, they were coming sitting down talking to us. They were too They're afraid to get, get in the ringside, and, and I was like, fuck this, let's get ringside. I like when they that, the wrestlers need somebody to fucking scream at, and who'd they scream at first every time? You. They were looking at us. Yeah. Or you. Or you. Yeah. I like the one guy took my hat off. <laughs> <laughs> like, the one guy kept saying, I'm going to slap the hair off your face. <laughs> it was awesome. And put it on your head. What a magical night. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, they need somebody to play off of. The um, the one at Marmette, which was, it, the wrestling was good. There's a new guy that I, I haven't seen yet. Uh, Kevin Christie or Kevin Kelly, something like that. I forget his name, but he did a comedy gimmick. And was he, he good? Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it, it made sense. Like, the other guy wasn't doing the comedy stuff. He was doing the comedy stuff. Yeah. Like, a lot of purists don't like comedy stuff. I don't give a shit. So, but um, that's some of the best stuff. Yeah, they weren't both participating in the hilarity. It was just the one guy kept fucking up. Like, he'd trip over his own feet. Right. I mean, he was climbing into the ring. I thought it was real because he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. He climbed into the ring and slipped on the apron and fell down and gets up and he has a speech impediment. Don't laugh. He has a real, real life shoot speech impediment. Don't laugh. That's not funny. He has a real speech impediment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He's a deaf in one ear from what, oh, okay. from what I understand. They did the promo video for it, and the, he's like at his office working, and the guy's like, you got this big match coming up against the, the Get Bundles. He's like, yeah, I got a plan. He's like, well, what are you going to do? Oh, don't worry. I got a plan. Yeah. Well, what's your plan? Pulls out a gun, puts it on the table, read the rules, didn't see anything in the rules about shooting somebody. Well, I mean, there's rules against that just in life. But what about in wrestling? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Did uh, that big old good looking Max girl wrestle? Is that the same Max? Yeah, no. same wrestling federation. It's essentially the same. I didn't see her. No, I think she's going to be at the one on uh, April twentieth. Yeah, I, was, I looked at her Instagram. Yeah, we're. I'm. Me and Frampton are going to call that one. It's called Agent Orange. Have you yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. promo shit for it? Yeah, it's, he's it's, a good graphic designer. It really is good. Kyle's a, a lot really of fucking designer. clips from uh, Clockwork Orange in it. It's it's really yeah. Good. It's based after Clockwork Orange because there's a strain of weed called Agent Orange and Clockwork Orange, and uh, he wanted to make shit Clockwork Orange based. So he, whatever excuse he could use, so everything looks like it's from Clockwork Orange. Yeah. like he's fucking good graphic. Yeah, it is. It's really good. I was impressed. He should uh, get him. I asked him actually if I if I was off if I could call that one. So we'll if you're see. off, yeah, yeah. What 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 night is it on? It's a Saturday, four twenty. I'll have to see. It would it would be awesome if that worked out. It it, it should be should 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 be dope. But uh, I want the 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 funny guy. Um, he just kept tripping over his feet. I don't know. It was it was very funny, and the guy who was wrestling wasn't doing the comedy. Mm-hmm. But everybody loved him, big black guy. You know, to get bundles. Oh, you might not have seen him. Uh-uh. I've done like four or five of his now. He's he's pretty good. Oh, God, I, I want him to bring back Duke Beef Hammer. You know? <laughs> that, that guy was fucking amazing. He was well below average, let's be honest. That was part of the amazing. Yeah, I know, part. that was part of the gimmick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nothing good about the guy. <laughs> But yet he was he was so courageous. His name. That's the best part. Yeah. His name was the tanker. What the fuck? Excuse me. Sorry. Let's do this again. Uh, it doesn't get old. D- did you send that to Frampton? Not yet. Yeah, you need to do that. Get on that. Fucking barbit! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, God damn it. Um, yeah, those are my favorite things. The Shrek is love. Shrek is life. <laughs> this, the wrestling shows. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I watched, uh, did the Bandersnatch thing last night. The Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's all right. And I kept going back. To and see what I, the other one would my, be. Initially, it was, let's fuck this guy's life up. Right. And I did. <laughs> I, you know the scene where uh, it asks you to choose who jumps off the ledge? Right. Whenever you're on acid? I did him. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you just killed the fucking protagonist. <laughs> it's 20 minutes in. <laughs> I love, I, but I love outs like that. That's the best shit. Well, there's a there's like Easter eggs. If you keep going, uh, if you have to go back. It'll play the same scene, but they're really apathetic about it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. And it's like I've, I've told you this before, like three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're really apathetic about it. Then at the end, there's like you keep going, and there's like two choices, and you keep picking. You pick one, then you pick the other, and then when it comes back again, it, it has a symbol for one thing or Netflix, and then it's a whole um, very meta thing about it being on Netflix, and then you have to fight a lady, maybe, or or I only I picked. Uh, fuck yeah instead of yeah. So yeah. I don't know what yeah is. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about this this movie could have used a little bit more action, and you can like the, the you're at a therapist's office or whatever, and you can pick either yeah or fuck yeah. I picked fuck yeah, and there was a big kung fu fight. <laughs> <laughs> I um, oh, shit. I, I was going to say something about that with the choose your own adventure thing. Um, with things that are. Meta or fuck, I can't. You know, you idea. know, life is kind of like a choose. That entire book. that entire movie is very. Did meta. that just? It did. <laughs> Blew my fucking mind. Blew his dick right <laughs> as asshole. But, uh, There's cosmic dust coming. Did, out did of you my no, ass. did you notice how meta it was? How, how uh, the the story is? He doesn't feel like he's in control of everything because you're controlling everything he does. And it's like you feel. Then he asks you what to do. <laughs> Eventually, he's just talking to you. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. If you got really high, that would fuck with you. I so was, bad. and uh, <laughs> I was. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I was high last night on that vein. I was high last night, not actually high. I was exhausted and dehydrated from my the long shift I had, and I had taken some of the not so good kratom I have, as opposed to the dynamite fucking kratom I have, and. Was watching Dune And that's what I was talking about before It is fucking disturbing Some of the points I mean David Lynch really went for it It's about the one from the 90s Yeah the 80s 80s 85 I think it came out Right And uh, my dad took us to the movie theater to see it That's how my dad was just like Ah it's a fucking movie who cares And we wanted to see it because they, they were billing it like the next Star Wars And we were Star Wars kids Like yay Star Wars No it's nothing like Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> And you're like seven years old or something yeah. <laughs> And there's all kinds of disturbing awful shit I think I had my first panic attack at noon I really think I did What I had a panic attack about And I remembered it And I remembered it in grisly detail Last night when I, when I saw it one of the main characters is this guy, Baron Harkonnen, and he's the evil antagonist main character, right? Political machinations. He's really fat with boils and shit all over his face, and he wears things that make him float because he's so fat. You're describing me. <laughs> Not anymore. Not now, baby. I'm svelte. I'm svelte 340 <laughs> like a fucking pants. pants over there. Um, but um, he is in a meeting, and he's having Lance's fucking... 
like I mean Boyle's lanced and the doctors tell him how beautiful his diseases and shit are it's very dystopian yeah. and, and some of the nurses have their eyes and ears sewed shut you know and then they all have this weird patch thing right here it's your fucking heart like if they get fucking displeased with you they pull out reach out and pull it out and kill you so <laughs> I can't believe Dutch is missing this bit of fucking podcast gold right here um but Baron Harkonnen, they bring in this, um, he's got these flowers laying there. It is very David Lynch, this scene. And he's getting all this done. And then he just floats up underneath this thing, and it's just blood or something, a viscera dripping down on him. He's like, ah, this is great. And then he goes over to this guy they brought in to do the flowers who's terrified. And he reaches out and pulls this thing, and he's bleeding out. And I think rapes him, like, as he's dying. I saw this when I was eight. You know, like, like no wonder I have so many fucking on the prob- big screen. Yeah, with so many popcorn. fucking problems. Um, it's a good. I can't wait to see uh, Villain Wavy's uh, version of it. I mean, I don't know if you've. Did you see uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine or Arrival? I did not see the new ones, dude. That guy is the best director. Like he's the best director of sci fi. Did you see the the original Blade Runner? Yeah. The next Blade Runner is a perfect continuation. Like it's their bookends, and that's another director. That's how brilliant he is. He's able to take another director's subject matter, talking about Dennis Villeneuve, yes, Villeneuve. and work his way into it where it feels like it fits completely. Decades later, yes, and um, almost forty years later, right? Not only fits, but the world has changed so much because we fucked it so bad. It is so dystopian, but um, but it looks the look of uh, the Blade Runner, the, the first Blade Runner, and the new one. It looks like it was filmed three weeks later. Right. That's how good and, and fucking... It's got 80s. It's got a, an idea of the future from the 80s. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, right. The, uh, yeah, it's weird. Got that like, aesthetic going. But some of the technology looked like stuff we would have, but not so much that it threw it off. Right. You know, so it was really great. But he's doing the new Dune movie, and he's already cast people that are absolutely fucking perfect for every role. Beast Raban, who this one character is, is now... He's worked with Dave Batista a couple times now. He's the perfect guy for that role. Big, brutal, dumb, you know, but very cunning in a way. You know, a lot like a big, strong Donald Trump. But, um... And then, I don't know who's got... They got Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho. That's a great choice. Zendaya as Chani. Chani. Yeah, she's a... a Oscar Isaac. As who? Uh, Lido. Lido. Who's playing uh, Paul? Josh Brolin is Gurney Halheck. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't hear about that one. Timothy Chalamet is Paul. Timothy Chalamet. This can't be any more perfect. He's good, too. I've seen him in a few things. Uh, Batista is Glossu Beast Raban. Yeah. That's cool because his wrestling name is Beast. Mm-hmm. Or is no, he's the animal. I'm sorry. Well, whatever. Javier Bardem is Stilgar. That's a good Ooh, one. Stellan Skarsgård. I'm in. Is he is Baron Harkonnen? Skarsgård. He's Baron Harkonnen. He is perfect. Charlotte Rampling, who always makes a great lady in the post-apocalyptic things. Look at her. She's uh, the the Reverend Mother. Reverend Mother Moyam. Yeah. Mo- she's a Benny Jesuit. See, what's cool about Dune is, what, one thing I like about it, he has taken... Did um, Nine Inch Nails guy sign on to do the music for this? I think he I did. I thought I heard that. I think he did. But even the book is... If you take things to an ultimate dystopian conclusion about our current, uh, you know, way way we're going, it is fairly plausible. Like the they 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 read a religious text called the Orange Catholic Bible, 
It has nothing to do with Jesus or anything more. It's just morphed into something that's, you have a group of women called the Bene Gesserit who are kind of like nuns, but they're superhuman. They've learned how to manipulate their voice to make you do what they want them to do. And they're, and computers have revolted like there was a time, because it's the year 10,000. So there was in a time. the year 10,000. <laughs> there was a time in their distant past where AI had rebelled and, and had actually almost won. So you cannot have intelligent computers anymore. So it's, it's, it's a continuation of Terminator. In a sense, yes. <laughs> I mean, but um, but mankind eventually ultimately won. But you know, so then you had to have people do all these massive calculations and stuff called mentats, and they were taught how to do these things. And they take this spice melange, which you get from the planet Arrakis, to yes, to increase your prescience and stuff like that. And then the people who do all the calculations to send the ships these great distances have to fold space. Because as you know, you can't travel those distances. It's not possible. So what you have to do is just fold space to get there. Actually, they did that on fucking Futurama, which I find hilarious. Because they were talking about, how does the ship move? The ship doesn't move. We fold space and get there that way. Blows your mind, you know. But that's just as plausible as traveling that distance. So... It is really a tremendous work of, of, of imagination, the books. The movie, man, the movie had its moments, like I said. Well, I, was, I Dutch missed the description, but truly disturbing. Truly disturbing. And that's David Lynch. He just does disturbing shit sometimes. So, but it, I think it received a lot harsher criticism than it actually deserved. It wasn't a bad movie. It's just so fucking strange. You know, people. Were David Lynch likes to be weird sometimes for the just sake for the of being sake weird. of being weird. He's avant garde. I, I don't like that. I mean, I like him. He seems like a nice guy. Sure. That the, the original Twin Peaks was just the right amount. I never of watched Eraserhead because I could never bring myself to do it because I think it would really fuck with me. It might. You know, have you watched it? No. I'm I, just saying yeah. a lot of things fuck with you, and it might. Ah, fuck you. You can't even watch Milo and Otis. <laughs> Milo and Otis. <laughs> you shut the fuck up about. Well, that. you know what happened Homer. on that set? Yeah, like ten dogs died. Ten and, hell. <laughs> God, that'd be a gift if only ten dogs died. There's hundreds and hundreds of dogs. Now let's get into oh now God. let's get into Homeward Bound. Oh no, let's not even talk about Homeward Bound. Did a dogs oh, actually, the, the, the dogs actually, of Yellow Dog? No, <laughs> the dogs actually died. All this. Oh stuff. God, well, where's the fucking Humane Society in the ASPCA? It was, it was, this, this movie was filmed in Japan. Oh, and they, where they animals a, have no rights. They had a whole different story. People to it basically barely have rights there sometimes. Barely, yeah, because their culture is so much different. They're so crazy. But they didn't give. They just filmed the movie, and the, sometimes the bear ate did, the dog. Then they did a British guy voiceover yeah. and Americanized it, and it was uh, sold it. It was uh, repackaged it. Who was the British guy? It was uh, Dudley Moore. Did the Dudley Moore? I'm a big Dudley Moore fan. So I am not a Dudley Moore fan. Well, you don't like all. Arthur? No. Come on. I never liked ten. Them. What about ten? No, garbage. What about the uh, what's her name from ten? Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Not attractive. Whoa. What? Not attractive. Bitch, please. Whoa, 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 so. whoa, 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 Are you crazy? Um, no, she's she was so thin. I just her face was pretty, of course. Oh, she's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, just looks great. Never found her. Speaking of people that still look great, uh, Gab, Gabby Reese was on Rogan this week. Mm-hmm. The old volleyball player I used to crack it to her all the time. She still looks like a trillion bucks. Oh sure, and she's married to Laird Hamilton. Did not know that. Imagine the giant, amazing, beautiful Laird Hamilton. Children, who's that? The surfer. Oh surfer. okay, yeah yeah. I had no idea. Isn't he old? He's like fifty five. She's yeah. fifty something. I didn't know she was that. Who old. knew? Yeah, yeah. Didn't. She was a big girl too. Yeah, she's like six foot. Weighed one hundred and ninety. She weighed almost two hundred pounds at one point. 
They're doing some sort of weird workout program where you do shit underwater, like weights, and you burst out of the water with. I don't know. Makes sense. They talked about it a little bit. Any hoozle. Um, what else do you want to talk about? You got any umbrage? Um, since I had sure this, we could find some. Oh, you had the the. Didn't you have something else you want to? I didn't do my favorite. Thing. Oh shit, my bad. You do favorite things, then faggot. God, speak up. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. So um, I got to do some. We're, we're on the wrestling thing. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, I got to do some sweet MMA sparring this week and box and boxing. For some reason, you got to what? You got I to do some sweet sparring. You got to okay. do some like yeah, just extra MMA sparring that like usually, you know, usually I take a striking class. Don't actually. You know, maybe there's some sparring or whatever, but it was just cool because it was a really small class. Like Monday was just me and one other guy and the instructor, and the other guys training for. They just did the tough man in Beckley, I think, last night. Dope. So he's training for rough, rough and rowdy, which oh, is oh, that's the more prestigious. Yes, which me. is later this. Um, he's training to do boxing, so I've been, you know, get to be his punching bag now. Like Chris has done, but it's, no, it's awesome. And then because um, he does, you know, we do MMA too some of the time. So I've been training with him Monday and then Wednesday, and then this guy showed up that I haven't seen at the gym ever, apparently. Like, he's been training there for, like, five years, but I just haven't crossed paths with him. Like, six, like six three, two twenty, kind of jack, like, black guy, built like Israel Adesanya kind of motherfucker. And, like, you know, total, like, Beckley, like, been in the life kind of shit, talking about old drug oh, dealing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he just, but, uh, He's been training for like five years, so he just he just came in like late and was just like, "Here, John, touch bar with this guy." Mm. And he's like, "He's like, yeah, I got a fight in two weeks." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I started fucking going back and forth with this guy, and he was not being gentle. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Touch bar, not rape." <laughs> like he he started off kind of being real gentle, you know. It starts off slow, and then you start you start turning up a little bit and seeing what the other guy. And he he turned up a lot. And so, it just kind of wound up, it was just really weird, because the guy was kind of like, uh, really kind of pushy, and just kind of like, here, you do this, try to take me down. Yeah, I don't think I would have liked Get my guard, let me let me try this submission, do this, do this, do that. And I was just kind of like, well, I mean, he is doing some pretty sick shit, I'm learning stuff from him, and I'm getting a fucking really good workout, because mm-hmm. he's like, in way better shape than me. You can- and he's like, hey, get up, let's go again. It'd just be like random, like he'd just stop. We go to the ground and then he'd stop and then he'd be like, just stand up. Like, okay, let's go again. Like, are you like the god of this sparring <laughs> session? Or like I said, said I did. <laughs> yeah, just, I should have known he, you he, 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 he's, like, he's like, oh my bad, my bad, my bad. You know, he starts well, playing nice on, yeah, yeah. So and it just continued. And I, can, I can't imagine the supposedly stress. he he claims that I he fell to the ground and claims that I caught him with a groin shot, but it was the thigh. So I think maybe. His balls or his penis was somehow wrapped around his leg several times because I kicked him in the thigh and he fell to the ground. But anyway, and so that was fun. Like somebody totally different. Like yeah. I've never fought anybody like this. Um, and so that was that was fun. I got it was real sore from that. Got you know got beat up and then did a a nogi class a jujitsu class after that. So uh, that was awesome. That is awesome. How's the jujitsu coming? I mean, good. I'm getting better. Pulling guard all the time. I'm trying to work on my guard. That's like my, my. That was like a thing I said a couple months ago. I said I'm just gonna any any chance I have within reason. 
I mean, obviously, if I have top position, I'm going to go with that. But starting out, I'm just going to pull guard. I'm going to pull guard. I'm going to pull guard. And I'm going to keep pulling guard until I fucking get good at it, until I start submitting, until I start triangling people and armbarring people from the guard. I'm not going to stop until I get good at guard. Like, I'm just doing guard. I'm pulling guard every time. Because I'm not a wrestler. You shoot a take hunt down on me. Maybe I can sprawl and stuff it. If we're draw, you know what I mean. Like if I if I know what's happening. <laughs> but if I go if I, if I'm fighting a wrestler, I'm gonna get taken down. So instead of letting him take me down and him dictating where the fight goes and getting on top of me, as soon as he shoots the takedown, I'm just pulling guard and trying to re- and trying to reverse it. They're trying to like flip and get on top of him while pulling guard, or I'm just going to fucking pull guard and start from there. As in jiu-jitsu, guard is a neutral position. It's not a... It's In MMA, it's considered not a dominant position because a dude can strike. Mm-hmm. But in jiu-jitsu, it's, it's neutral, and some people even prefer to start in the guard. Because hmm. you've got your... You've, just because of... just depends on your style, you know what I mean? That's what Horace Gracie did. He would... As soon as he could grab a hold of him, he'd try to get to the ground. Drop, and yeah. he would. He was fighting people way bigger than him, so he would just drop on his back yeah. stronger. If as you're well. fighting someone that's stronger and more powerful than you, yeah, pulling guard's probably the right move. Which is pretty much everyone I fucking fight. Is I don't you, think is, he's everyone. I, everyone, everyone I fight is younger than me, more experienced, stronger, bigger dicks. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Flash of arrogance from John. That was cool. <laughs> but um, as opposed to the fireworks of arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so that was my favorite thing was just uh, just continuing. Like I, I was kind of like, okay, Chris's fight's over. It's gonna be there's gonna be like a lull. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna be like fighting as much, and it's just I don't know. Then there's Continue. a new guy to, to beat but up. But only just up, a, there's only a, there's still like very few people showing up to the gym. But everybody, it's been pretty action packed. Well, my thing I want to work on is just punches. I want to get some really because I think just work to your strength. I I think I could be a I could end a fight with about three punches. I think if I can catch you with them. So and I'm thinking about on regular, Street Fighter, yeah, you know, regular yeah, dudes, exactly. Not. Uh, I mean, my fighter, I get killed. People you know? that know head movement, yeah, footwork, exactly. <laughs> they're gonna stand there and let me punch. No, no, no matter what you do, you're never gonna make contact with Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> no, no, not at all. He he's can, gonna see me. He can be wearing handcuffs. You're not. Yeah, you're not gonna touch yeah, him from a, for a week. He, you know, yeah, he's oh, he's taking. A Chuck break. should be here any minute. As he looks at his his, all right. his uh, watch, the size of a <laughs> clock on a wall. Flavor Floyd's like, yeah, boy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I. And I was wondering, there's a thing I saw a, a Kung Fu guy do where he would take pieces of steel and bang his fists into them and make them harder, and it worked. The guy could fucking punch through anything. I wonder if that would work. You well, know, you see the Muay Thai guys. Steadily and- just, you know, and you don't break your hands, but you are causing micro micro, fra- micro, micro fractures, and it's healing. Yeah. I was actually going to maybe start doing that shit. Just find get a, a center block or something in the house and just steadily, you know. Yeah, but you fuck up. You know what I mean? You're doing damage. Yeah. On the one hand, it's good to train that stuff, but on the other hand, it's like you're doing a lot of damage in case you got to use it. Here's a Muay Thai. You know what I mean? After yeah, those fuckers. <laughs> it's a banana tree. Tell me he's crying. That's the noise you make whenever you kick with all your might, I think. <laughs> they probably are, but they just keep fighting. That's Muay Thai. Oh God! It's fucking Muay Thai, son. That's what we do that in our we, we, our gym's a Muay Thai gym. We do boxing and Muay Thai. 
Jesus when, Christ! Like, when you throw when you throw that kick, you're throwing it with ill, like like I don't care if you block it, I don't care if you move out of the way, I don't care if I break my leg up against you. I'm throwing this kick, and it's going to hit you. Check this yeah. guy out. You have to deal with it. That's a Muay Thai kick. Like they're throwing it, they don't give a fuck. They're using it like a baseball bat. It's a fucking parking meter. <laughs> Holy shit! These guys are not kicked a perfectly good watermelon. Baseball bats, double stacked. Yeah, and that's how this fucking 6'3", 220, whatever, Jack Black guy was fucking kicking me in my thighs on Wednesday. With all, all that? I mean, he was pretending to hold back. He was holding back. You think there was an ego involved in that? He wanted to... No, I just think that he's so, like, just ADD full throttle that he wasn't able to... Things are progressing. I mean, you know, just, right. you lose That's, control. Yeah, I get Emotion gets involved. Like, I, I crack him, so he's got to, you know... He just gets defensive and throws something hard. I'm like... Like, I'm not throwing heat here. Like, I could be, <laughs> I could be hitting you a lot harder. Yeah. <laughs> John didn't do his yet. <laughs> Always look forward to that one. <laughs> you got any umbrage? Um, the only umbrage I have this week is that I don't have any umbrage. Like I'm, I'm actually for the first time in a really positive mindset. So I really have nothing. Um. Donald Trump, of course. I mean, it's <laughs> every week he's just up the ante on being a piece of shit. But what are you going to do? You know, the noise from the wind turbines give you cancer. Okay, <laughs> just just every okay. week the rest of the world is like, how much more of this shit are these idiots going to take? What are you we know? supposed to do? <laughs> well, yeah. are you? Uh, do you want to have a, a violent coup? Perhaps no, a coup d'état? Of course not. No, uh, but I'm talking about, you know. We actually elected him, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And they're not going to vote him out. Like he is going to win another term. Everybody needs, oh, to, yeah. everybody needs to get on board for that. Every, you know, they're they're uh, the Democrats have too many people trying to. Well, do not it, only that, they all, they're all saying the same thing. Well, but they're not only that, but but the Republicans and Trump himself are delegitimizing our elections. So mm-hmm. they're doing it more and more every day. He's the, he's trying to cast aspersions on the fact that the Democrats did did win a sweep a wave. You know, recently with the midterm elections, they did do quite well, and he's trying to say uh, that they cheated. Uh, and it, uh, well, well, uh, to be fair, they did have a whole fake news fucking empire of, of <laughs> shit talk for three years, claiming that he was uh, colluding with the Russians, and they and actually Mueller had finished the investigation before the midterms, but stalled for a year, for over a year before releasing it. He was actually done before the midterms, but he. The way I th- that's something the, that they didn't report. It's something you didn't read in the mainstream media. Well, that's what's getting me about the, the mainstream media and the Mueller report, too. I think you mean the lamestream media just made that up. Nobody's ever said that before. Ah, yeah, that's one for you there, buddy coined boy. Coined me a phrase. Look at the coined phrase, boy. <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend, girlfriend. He's not your average Joey bag of donuts. <laughs> anyway. The douche. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we need a Mueller report to... Address the man's fitness for the office. He's not fit for the fucking office. 
What's he fit for? Tell that to the American people. Oh, at least thirty percent of them. Slam. Let the boys be boys. I love the fact that he's now that Mueller. He called Mueller a great guy, and then a great guy. And then they're going to release the no after he was exonerated. So he said, and he wasn't. And the report collusion. And then the report is apparently going to say a lot more shit. So he went on the attack again. Oh yeah, he's a bad guy. Like more sitting at home, calls them the N word. More sitting at home with a fucking with a highball, just like drinking. Like, yeah, I've done my bit for my country, and the, and you fuckers have done this to yourself. So I'm tuning out. Go fuck yourselves. I know that's what he's thinking. I mean, it's just he 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 exudes that the fact that he's done so much for his country, and they fucked him by electing this guy. You know what I mean? That's how I would feel if I was a decorated he, war veteran. He probably voted for him. No, he didn't. He probably didn't vote for anybody. No, he. I don't. And that's the thing. I believe when they say he's apolitical, he he's one of those guys who has a job to do and he does it. You know, and he is impartial. Nobody's totally impartial. That's not that doesn't exist. And how can you be impartial about that guy? You, there's two groups of people. I'm talking about Trump here. People who see him for the piece of shit that he is And people who don't Oh and there's a third group People who love the piece of shit he is Because they're pieces of shit too And I'm not saying that's all his voters Because they're not But I'm saying there is that select group of people When I put that thing up on Facebook It is almost kind of true He is the fucking avatar for people Who are who who yell at and taunt other people's kids at t-ball games but here's that, the, here's that, the, Those kind of fucking people But here's the thing though Some of those little fuckers playing t-ball Deserve to yeah, get taunted true. <laughs> I mean, they're like, pull your pants up, you little piece of Keep shit. Keep hitting the tee, dumb Hit the shit. ball. Hit the ball. The ball, it's sitting the, right there. All you gotta it's do not even it. flying through the air, you little kumquat. Just swing at the ball. Quit hitting the tee. Maybe you should get another hot dog and a Pepsi and a Jolly Rancher, see if your fat ass can't get any fatter, you little piece of shit. I've seen kids hey, with I, no arms swing better than that. I did my best, okay? <laughs> <laughs> do you feel personally attacked? <laughs> yes, I do. Actually. <laughs> even though I didn't even play t-ball. <laughs> I barely played baseball. You little piece of shit. Drink another Mountain Dew. <laughs> Get one of those big mouth suckers, you little shit. Remember those fucking things? Yeah. As you sum up baseball games? Yeah. They could get stuck in your mouth. You couldn't get them out. <laughs> yeah. Like a big old wiener. You have to break out the hose. If you spray it with cold water, the, the sucker goes down. I remember the Jolly Ranchers that was like a bar. Yeah. And, and that then, would get into razor sharpness. Yeah, and then you cut your you like your tongue would taste like blood <laughs> yeah. mixed with sour sour apple jelly rancher. What, what a time! What a time to be alive! <laughs> and then you eat a spicy hot dog and a slice of pizza and a Pepsi on top of that. You can give a fuck. Go run up to the run up the fucking hill where that little coal seam is. Yeah, go play in the coal seam. Now get we're all talking about coal. Canelton. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're talking about something very that specific. Is very specific. <laughs> Canelton. And, I don't know if I like Canelton or I think I like Boomer better. Boomer Ballfield was better. Well, it's bigger. It's yeah. huge. It was not huge, but it's full size for like grown ups to play on. Was it hard to hit a home run there? I hit 30 or 40. No, I hit like maybe five. I don't know. One time I, I hit a grand slam on the opening pitch of the season. I saw a to buddy me. of mine crush a few. Yeah, it had a little bit of a short porch in left field, about 290. The rest of it was about 310. Hmm. Yeah. You can crank her out of there. I'm wasn't a. I never played baseball. Really, I sucked. That's the only, one of the only sports I was. You're never not an athlete, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're not an, an elite athlete. I'm sorry, Mister <laughs> Tip Fucking Top over here. <laughs> <laughs> Any more umbrage? No, nothing. Mm-mm. Anything you mad about, John? Yeah. You go ahead. Fuck everybody. Fuck you. 
Fuck the listeners. Fuck you guys. Fuck my dog. Definitely fuck your dog. Mm. Right in the You're all pieces of shit. That's about it. That 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 covers it. That it. <laughs> uh, anybody got anything else you want to talk about? I think I'll do it. I think that's I think that's the sode, baby. That's a good one. Soda, soda pop. We deserve that after that. You know what I do? I've, I've been doing every week is playing a, a new song that I like. So I'm going to do that. I, do, I actually bought an album this week. What? I bought uh, Better Oblivion Better Oblivion Community Center or something like that. It's Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers. It's it's very good. It's basically the whole thing's like a uh, a duet between the two of them. But uh, I'll just play this one. No, this one. There we go. All right. Thanks for listening, Queers, episode 205. Tell everybody uh, to listen so we can telephone and doesn't retire. Have a camera. All right. Thanks, Queers. Queers. If it did, I'd take a picture of myself. If it did, I'd take a picture of the water. Bye.